It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. I've talked about holiday sales are happening now all over the place, including online retailers. Well, shipping those items to you is getting more expensive. FedEx is having some big issues that could affect your holiday deliveries. And later, you know about pig butchering scams? It's the hottest area in scams. It's taken big money from people. We're going to talk about it. There's actually no pig involved. I want you to know how to be on your guard, protect yourself. And if somebody you know and love is in the throes of potentially getting scammed, you'll know the signs of things they tell you to warn them away from getting taken. So, free shipping. (laughs) Is it really free? No way. You ask any business. There's been a lot of stuff going on. You know, FedEx is going through a serious midlife crisis. They got a lot of unhappy contractors working for them. They've raised rates. Uh, FedEx just reported terrible numbers. There are FedEx independent contractors threatening to basically go on strike during the Christmas season. I mean, this is this is messy stuff. It's been really, really hard for the package delivery services of the Postal Service, FedEx, UPS, to deal with the ebb and flow of demand, and FedEx has had its issues of its own making. So just want you to know, you want to use every trick of the trade. If you are shipping somebody something, you're a small business owner and you're doing shipping, you're an individual and you're sending something. Sending earlier is much more important this year than in any prior year I could think of because of the disruptions with the carriers. Second, there are retail rates that have gone up and up and up, but there are deals that you can save money on these rates. I've talked about pirate ship as one of the alternatives that gets you potentially a much lower rate on shipping packages as a small business than what you could negotiate on your own with FedEx or UPS. And as an individual, you will get much lower rates using Pirate Ship or someone like them. There are a lot of organizations you're a member of that just by being a member of them, you can get a discount on shipping. It will not help you with the reliability issues that the carriers are having, but you can help yourself on price. And Krista, smiling about you with the situation you had the other day, that you couldn't remember the name of the discounter. I, I should have just called and, you. And you had to pay retail to I was ship already, a package. Yeah, I was already in the FedEx place because I just like had sold some tickets and I wanted to get it out to this lady I sold them to. And I just completely forgot to check that first and I ended up paying $17. So my memory is that uh, Pirate Ship is not working with FedEx, only U- oh, UPS. UPS and- so I couldn't have helped you okay. on that. I did use it for UPS before, and it saved me a bunch of money. But um, people that are the millions of people that are USAA members, the discounts you get on FedEx, 
Um, I'm a USA member. You are USAA? <laughs> yes. Okay, so the discounts for USAA members have gotten much better than they were. Okay, I need to listen to your podcast, clearly. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. So there are lots of things like that, lots of ways that you can save money on these prices. You don't want to pay these retail rates. The Postal Service is a more difficult one to get discounts. You know, they have their published rates, but... Whichever way you send, remember, do not procrastinate sending those items because of the irregular deliveries that continue to happen. I don't know if you notice when you order things online how often it'll have an estimated delivery date, and then you'll get something later that's like an oops that says, oh, well, it's not coming then. Uh, We think it's going to come this day, and then... That day comes, and then, oh, well, not happening then either. And so it is, a, it is a problem right now with package delivery, and you paid full retail. I don't know that I want to even talk to you right now. So sorry. Okay. I'm ashamed. <laughs> Do you are you ready for questions now? I'm ready. This is um, from Artie in Texas. When I go to rent a car, they have five different additional insurances and costs they want me to pay for. What do I actually need, and what do you do? Okay, so the deal, Artie, is I don't pay any of those junk fees. They are pseudo-insurance kind of things, and it's how the car rental companies make most of their money is people being intimidated at the car rental counter and being told the dire consequences, and many times the person working at the counter is on commission to sell you those things. So I have two layers of defense when I rent a car. One, my own automobile insurer covers me for temporary use of a rental car. Uh, Most auto insurers will define that as a 14-day rental, 15-day rental, or a 30-day rental. So you just need to know, does your auto insurer provide coverage to you? They may exclude certain class or categories of vehicles. They may exclude pickup trucks beyond a certain size. They may exclude luxury vehicles of certain brands or beyond a certain price from being covered temporarily by your auto insurance. That's layer one. Layer two, very common with so many credit cards now that they provide secondary coverage, more rare primary coverage. When a credit card provides primary coverage, it means that in a situation where you do damage to a rental vehicle, your own automobile insurance is never involved. It's handled by the credit card. And so we have information on Clark.com on credit card car rental coverage and what credit cards do what. You can see that briefing that's best credit cards for primary coverage. And the one that is the, the best deal out there is the Chase Sapphire Preferred. It is a lot of credit card reviewers' favorite card in the marketplace for people who travel but don't want to have an ultra-expensive card. You get a lot of stuff with that card for $95 a year, including primary coverage when you rent a car. It is the best deal going. A lot of the others that provide primary coverage are travel cards that have extremely high annual fees, 
potentially more than $500. So you do that one, two step of having, knowing you have coverage from your uh, auto insurer and having one of these credit cards that provides at least secondary coverage, which a lot do with no annual fee, or if you rent cars regularly, primary coverage, you're set, you say no to everything they're telling you at the car rental counter. By the way, the newest trick at the car rental counter is the gasoline. Have you been burned by the gasoline thing yet? No, never. I know what you've always told us. Okay. So (laughs) they'll try to get you to pay them for a tank of gas up front at a much lower price than if they would fill it later. The real answer is you don't want to do either of those things. You want to buy your own gasoline before you return the vehicle and return it full, get a gas receipt to prove you've done so. When you return your car, remember, you always want to take pictures or shoot a video with your phone showing the condition of the car is perfect when you return it. And then, because the reason, I mean, I know it's probably obvious to people, but I hadn't thought about this when you first said it. If you return the car and you've only used three quarters of a tank or, you know, a quarter of a tank, you're paying for a whole tank. So unless you're going to bring it back literally on fumes, it's not worth it. Right. And the other thing is that if you bring it back without refueling it and you didn't prepay a tank, what they charge you per mile you drive is like you're trying to buy an oil company, not just (laughs) fill a tank in the vehicle. Okay, speaking of travel, Julia in New Hampshire says, Hi Clark, my fiancé and I are getting married in September of 2023. Congratulations. Congratulations. We are thinking of opening a joint credit card in order to pay for wedding expenses, then use the rewards to go toward our honeymoon. I was looking at the Capital One Venture card from your guide, but I don't know how much we will travel after we're married. Would this be a waste? So, yes, Julia, if travel's not your thing, go with a simple cashback card. Get one of the 2% cashback cards. Do all your wedding expenses on the 2% cashback card, and then you're able to use that money towards the honeymoon and i love the city double cash because there's a sign up bonus right now and there are a number of cashback cards that you can see on our cashback card guide we have top picks for 22 getting one of those nobody tells you what you have to do with your cash you can use it however you want They don't tell you what day of the week you can use it. They don't say, oh, the allocation of using dollars is not available right now, like they do with the airline seats and hotel rooms and all that. So cashback is king. And this is from Charles in North Carolina. I just wanted to let Clark know that job seekers shouldn't rely only on USA Jobs for federal work. USAjobs.gov is that website we talked about. There are several ways that federal agencies are allowed to market job openings, and you won't always see term or temporary openings on USA Jobs. I would encourage job seekers to contact the office they want to work for directly and get put on their email list, as well as paying attention to well-known job boards in their field. The same is true for state and local government jobs. Like any other organization, who you know matters just as much as what you know. Charles, truer words have not been spoken. All right. So the expression that goes back generations that a job is wired, you ever heard the expression a job is wired? No. That is a government job expression. It means that they'll post a job and people apply for it 
and they think, wow, this would be great. And they might even get an interview and they think, wow, this is wonderful. I'm, I'm going to get this job. And it turns out before they was even posted, they already pretty much knew who they were going to hire. This same thing happens in private industry. It's bigger companies that you're forced to interview people, even yeah. though you already have the candidate you know you want to hire. So it's all window dressing mm -hmm. with the interviews that happen. Same stuff. I mean, it's human nature. People hire people. They hire people they know or know of. So this is completely true, Charles, with a government job, with private industry or whatever. Direct contact with employers, getting to know people, getting them to know of you is core and key to getting those job offers. And even though there's these 1 million government jobs available right now at all levels of government, again, being known to somebody is key. And the direct contact to different agencies, local, county, state, federal, getting to know people, that's how you get a job. And same thing, big company, small company, in between. So thank you for taking the time to write that in because I should have said that before. And straight ahead, oh man, people are losing from moderate amounts to very large amounts of money and scams going on right now. And we're going to talk about pig butchering straight ahead. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Every week, I get text messages from traditional messaging, WhatsApp, and Viber, where somebody says something like, hey, or hi, or how you doing, whatever, and it's an unknown sender. What do I do immediately on my text messaging? I report and block that sender because that is the most common first step of pig butchering. Pig butchering is a technique where you are conned slowly. Someone takes time to get in your head and get in your life slowly. And it's done a number of different methods are used but the general tone of this is when you respond to a message like that over WhatsApp or any messaging service, could be Telegram, anything, Signal, could be your uh, iMessages, 
or could be regular messaging on an Android. When you respond, you are opening yourself up to a long play for a con, a scam. So what will happen is someone is patient who's going to scam you. They are willing to work you for months, if necessary, in a pig butcher. And many times it will be uh, when they figure out they're talking to a guy, they will develop this persona of being an alluring, beautiful woman. They'll even send you pictures. Ironically enough, many times they're not even the picture of the person who's contacting you. The person who's trying to scam you could be a guy pretending to be a woman trying to develop an online relationship with you and hoping you'll let down your guard and become vulnerable and maybe at some point think you've fallen in love with this online persona. As the Secret Service says, this is happening to people from all walks of life, all levels of sophistication, all levels of income. Usually, what's happening is they are engaging in financial crimes against you, cons of some kind. They, again, are willing to take months. In affinity frauds, affinity frauds that can happen in your community, in your church, civic organization, at a place you work, whatever, people let their guard down when it is a friend, acquaintance, associate, or now the online connection of what is somewhere between an acquaintance and a friend that it becomes emotional to you with that connection. And so they get in your head, and almost always these will be online cons, Eventually, they'll start talking about, you know, I'm doing really well in this new business I'm in. Or, well, what I do is I blah, 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 and I make money doing this, that, or the other. Really? How does that work? Oh, really? And then they don't ask for anything from you. They just talk about it. And they'll, they'll spend weeks saying, oh, this was a really bad day in the trade for this. Gosh. And they'll say, oh, well, I hope it's better tomorrow. And so they, they keep developing this thread with you till they come in for the kill. And again, this could be months later where, gosh, they're making all this money on this. I want to be in on this. And then people start giving them money. And the money that people are giving can be huge. And I'm only skimming the surface about how these cons work. The important thing is for you to know that the scammers will first let you in on it and then say, great, you're making all this money. They'll even send you your earnings if you ask for them. And you'll think, wow, you're really hooked then because you really did get this 50% return on your money or double your money or whatever. You think, this is the greatest thing ever. I got to put money into this before you know it. You're not putting in little money, you're putting in big money. And then you're continually being told, oh, look at the return you're getting, it's fantastic. You're getting this great money. And then there's the equivalent of a bust out where you realize 
hey, wait, I need some of this money back, or I'm getting a bad feeling here. And then all contacts cut off. And that friend you've made, well, they're gone with the wind, as is your money. Know that cons are not necessarily quick. And one of the oddest things today, who's most subject to being taken in a scam today? People under 30. Why? Because it's so part of your life, if you're under 30, from pretty much whenever you can remember, you have made acquaintances, friends online and on your phone, on a social app, on your phone, whatever. It's completely natural that you have friends in a different sense than your parents had where a friend was somebody you could see, you were with. So you're much more vulnerable to being taken in this kind of thing than someone who's older because it's completely normal in your life that someone would be your friend who you don't actually physically see. Krista, my son spends a lot of time on various apps, and he was showing me a map of all the people who he's connected to on Snap. Snapchat, yeah. And so he's got all these connections on Snap all over the place. I say, well, who is this? How do you know them? And so he clicks, he tries to figure out, how did I meet that person? And so you know this same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So the vulnerability, the risk is greater if that's how you've grown up. It's also sad. We know we've heard of a lot of elderly people who were lonely and someone took great advantage of them, trying to befriend them and then stole their money. Right. And and that's why I said what the Secret Service agent said, that it happens to people from all walks of life, all ages. So you just got to know that the criminals are patient. The con artists will take as many months as it takes till they feel like it's appropriate to come in for the kill. Mm. Okay, let's go to some questions. Wow, that was so such a downer, wasn't <laughs> well, it? Well, people need to know. Sorry they about need it. To know and help others. That's all you can do is be a helper. Okay, Keith in Texas says, I've heard and read your info about outdated Chromebooks. Do you think it would be safe to just surf the web with an outdated Chromebook as long as you don't do email or log into any accounts? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's no problem at all. If you just use a uh, Chromebook, almost like an appliance, like using a tablet. Hope in Georgia says on Facebook, there are so many advertisements for products. And when you search for where the item is made or shipped from, you can't find the information. I don't buy from them anymore. What is your take? So Hope, you're so on the money because with how things are, you mentioned Facebook, but it could be anywhere Anywhere. on any app, any social media, uh, any uh, ad you see just surfing where you're going to see all these ads for products for sale and the unknown origin, the unknown seller. It's a big problem. You also don't know if the item's going to be safe, what materials were used. If you get something that's not as represented, you have no way to get your money back, no way to return it. So be very, very careful buying stuff of unknown origin from unknown sellers 
unless it's so little money that you don't care if you have to walk away from it. And Daniel in Oklahoma says, I currently contribute 13% from to my Vanguard 401k. That's my good. employer only matches 3%. Currently, my rate of return is minus 25%. Well, that's because you're doing 13%, being an unlucky number, 13. <laughs> no, sorry. No. Don't mean to make light mm-hmm. of the decline. I'm tired of watching my money get bled away. Any help would be appreciated. I'm 50 and will retire at around 70, or God willing, keep on trucking. All right. So welcome to the money losing club right now, Daniel. We are all right where you are. This is something that is a natural process. I mean, for the stock market to have a bear market is a completely common thing every few years. Bear market meaning a decline of 20% or more. And I don't know when the route in stocks and bonds is going to end. What's unusual is a route in both stocks and bonds pretty much simultaneously. That's very unusual. It's ironically enough why bonds are going to be potentially a great holding moving forward from here. Stocks have depressed in value so much that stocks looking forward are actually a more promising holding than they were before you saw the decline of 25%, because stocks had been overvalued and we're now in a period of correction. The thing with a correction, though, you don't know when the end of the decline comes, but you can't run for the hills because you contributing 13% every pay period Right now, you're buying shares moving forward over these next 20 years at, in this decline. You're buying them at lower prices. You're buying on the distress sale clearance rack right now. And that has the potential to benefit you a lot moving forward. So my answer to you is I know it's hard because I'm older than you. I'm 67. And I'm seeing the value of things I've worked so hard, living on less than what I make, putting money aside, and I'm seeing my accounts shrink, shrink, shrink. Have I changed anything? Have I sold anything? No. Am I continuing as I was contributing a widely diversified portfolio of contributions moving forward? Yes. Because I know, I believe and the free market system. And I believe that over time, people out of self-interest who start businesses create products or services that, gosh, people ultimately want and create wealth. And by proxy, by owning these investments, I'm getting a piece of that wealth. And that's why I believe that downturns are part and necessary of the investing process and I'm not changing a thing, and I encourage you, even if you tell me six months from now you're 25 down is 35 down, I still wouldn't change anything because the fundamentals of the free market system are still sound, and recovery is certain. When that recovery comes in values, that's what's an unknown. And I know that those words feel empty during a time of decline. But part of human nature is when the market was going up, none of us appreciated the gains 
as much as we suffer the losses. I don't know what that is about human psychology that we suffer the loss so much right now, psychologically, emotionally. Uh, some people physically get ill over the declines. It's fear, I think. Fear? Fear is such a big factor that can motivate us. And you think about when things were going great guns, I kept talking about don't borrow money to buy investments. Don't borrow. And people were going heavily into margin. Then you can literally have your investments wiped out. If you're not doing anything like that and you've got 20 more years for this money to work for you, I would say relax, keep investing, you're going to be fine. The only thing that's the end of the world is the end of the world. So I want to tell you, if there's something that is bugging you, you've got a problem, you've got a question, whatever, we're here to serve you. We're here to help. And we provide free one-on-one advice. Our Team Clark Consumer Action Center is here to serve you 30 hours each week to answer your questions for free one-on-one. And you can talk to a member of Team Clark by calling 636-49-CLARK. And the hours available, Eastern Time Zones, 10 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon. Have a great day.